Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my gorgeous friend. Uh huh. Why, thank you, Mrs. Berry. How are you, Mrs. Berry? Look, I'm. It's a mixed bag. I'm like one of those 20 cent mixed bag of lollies that we used to get at the milk bar. Where and they all ended up being the milk bottles. Milk bottles, caramel buttons, and then a black cat. Yeah, that's a bad, <laughs> bad selection. We will warn you today that we're both in quite the mood and we're going to call this episode Don't Click Here for Cuddles. Yes. Because we've both been in a bit of a mood. We are going to discuss that after the break. Today we're going to be talking about how do you get yourself out of that filthy mood? I know, which is hilarious because when uh, when Woogsy pinged me to say, I think this is the question we should we should put to Hot Flushes this week. And I didn't – she kept saying it over and over and I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. And then I and then I looked at it and it was – what's it called? Happiness hijacks? Hacks. No, hacks. Happiness hacks. And she just kept saying it. I don't know what you – what is – I can't understand you, which is, you know, irony. <laughs> <laughs> and we would like to say a special welcome to all our new members of the Facebook, uh, Facebook page. Yes. Uh, if this Everyone's is your first episode nice. – I think everyone's playing nice. I did have to put myself in a little bit of a timeout this week after last week. And so I haven't been uh, as you kicked, diligent. You kicked someone out of the group this week, didn't you? I did. <laughs> can I Can I just give you all a bit of a blanket? Just I, I'm just going to say it as it is. <laughs> if you don't like us, if you do not like the rules of the Facebook page about not being a dick, and if you want to be a dick and then claim that that's all fine because it's your opinion, <laughs> that means you're being a dick. If you don't like that, just leave. You don't and need to tell us. Either. You don't need to tell us. You don't need to do a post about how you're going to leave. <laughs> if you write a post about how you're going to leave, not only will I delete it, I'm going to block your ass. So thank you. Welcome to my TED Talk. Good night. That's a bit of God complex coming out of you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, hashtag prefect. Oh, we had to put Mrs. Jenkins on, on the admin and she's all across it. That she's, woman. Tell you what, it, you know, that's that old saying, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. That she's, woman is a doer. She's all over it. Thank you, Mrs. Thank Jenkins. Thank you, Mrs. Jenkins. Debbie, Debbie Jenkins. We, we love you. you. Um, okay, so let's kick off. Are. How was your week? My week was shit. <laughs> You know why? <laughs> apparently, apparently it's a black moon and or Mars is in retrograde, something like that. I've just woken up every day in a filthy mood and I don't know why. And I was just saying to Mrs. Berry before the show, my husband is irritating. Oh, fuck, he's so happy. Fuck out of me. And he's so happy. He's and so I, happy all the time. And I even said that it's not fair that he just irritates me because <laughs> he's doing nothing wrong. It's just me. I'm just such a mole. So yeah. I'm going to start. Oh, so Mars is in retrograde. Mars is in retrograde. Yeah. Um, so there tends there's, there looks there seems to be a lot of anxiety and tension around. I feel it. I'm feeling it. Uh, there's a little bit of that electricity in the air where it's just going to catch up. Everyone's just turning into a little bit of a chihuahua. I'll catch up. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. It's been it's. It's not just us. It's not just me. No. No, not just you. Um, what else was it? Yeah, so I've actually, I actually have sort of put myself in time out a bit from the group this week. So mm-hmm. I do apologise if any of you have put up really interesting, meaningful posts to which I could contribute because I am me. Uh, I'm sorry. I just had to I back, do love I that had group to back though, away. So I nice. know. But, and do you know what? Like, because of the, because the, uh, because of those types of people who are like, I don't really like this group, but I'm going to stay here and tell you all why I don't like you. <laughs> like, because of those people, I've been feeling a bit like... <laughs> and then I was like, look to the facts. Yeah. Look to the facts. Exactly. And um, both you and I got a wonderful um, text this week from a listener who had put up a really thoughtful post. Actually, we'd posted it anonymously for her because she was talking about questioning your sexuality at this oh, point Oh, did you get the update? And I got the update. Bald. Yes. 
She's moving out of her house today. Yes. After a 20-year dreadful marriage, she's moving into a unit around the corner. They're co-parenting their 12-year-old and she's um, having great sex with there's a, woman. a lot of There's a lot of muff diving going on. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it. Good on you. So a couple we of are very so happy, proud of you. A couple of very happy vulvas and labias out there at this point in time. But thank Is you for too updating much? it. Have, no. I, have I coloured that? Have no. I tawdried it? No, I think it's lovely. So that's beautiful. And then I had, I had a... Um, a a message from another listener who thanked me for when I talked about the family realignment and and then just having fun and not yeah. looking for a new partner and actually just doing it for me. And um, she's done exactly the same thing and she's just like... Okay, well, actually, one of the questions was this week that they wanted you to talk about your alley cat phase. Oh. So why don't we kick off with that <laughs> first? Because I did say there was a virgin involved. Let me pull my chair in. <laughs> Okay, for those who don't know, Kim's marriage uh, was abruptly ended by yes. the husband. Yes. And she spent, you know, a normal amount of time sort of... About moping. 14 months. And then she just went, I just need a root. Yes. Well, no, I didn't. I just thought I needed a hug from a man. I thought I just needed to just get those male pheromones in my nostrils. I didn't understand I needed it in other cavities. <laughs> and after Woogs, Marina and Bronwyn... Uh, all sort of went, no, you can't have my husband for a hug. I mean, I, none of... I let him. I let I him. know, yeah, Alex will hug me. But but Tom and Serge are not huggers. Like, they'd yeah. be quite concerned if I came He's already at, if told I came you today them. that he loves you. I know. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, so then we had a look at her profile on Tinder. Oh, it was, no, on... um. It wasn't on Tinder. Oh, I, it I was. went straight to RSVP. Yeah, old school. And old school. And what was the other one? Fuck, the other one where it was like you couldn't actually join until you were divorced. Oh. But as if everyone just wasn't lying. Like, it's so weird. What was that called? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. And, and I just. And the photo of her was like, yeah. Oh, can you just explain them, your original profile, please? I just. Oh, it was literally what I thought like singles profiles that matchmaking profiles were so it was sort of like, like walks on the beach, beach reading the paper on a saturday morning uh i love food and going out and the movies and and i mean like yeah seriously and then and then a really demure pretty photo yeah, I can't even remember what photo I used. It was not good. So then we got we t- made her put one up with her tits out basically. Mm. And so and she basically just said I want a root. Yeah. And Weren't you a busy girl? Well, with didn't your that bring the boys to the yard? <laughs> Went out for margaritas. Marina, so, and the actual photo that we used, Marina has her hand <laughs> under my boobs, like pushing them up. So she's just sort of, her arm is sort of looks like it's sort of my shirt. And then, so the boobs are up, and then Bronwyn's standing sort of above me. We'd had about 15 margaritas, and I'm just sort of looking up at the camera. And then I just. So there was no chinage? No, oh, no chinage. <laughs> And, uh, and I put up the message, my profile was basically like, um, you know, you have to be able to spell, um, a sense of humour is great, I don't want a partner, um, you know, be really nice to have a pash, maybe something else. And well, they uh-huh. lined up around the oh, block. Look lively, gents, form an orderly queue. And the very first the guy, very first the one very was the first funniest. one, because of course we were all just so desperately wanting like all the details. So the upshot of it was, I had basically three camps of of my you know of my posse. So there was Mary and Amelia who were from way back beginning of blogging, and then there was Woogsy, and then there was Marina and Bronwyn. And so anywhere I went, any date I went on, I had to like text them all, just going, okay, this is where I am. I'm in you know this suburb. This is your bloody blah, blah. And this first guy was young. And because I thought that'd be fun. And I turned up at his place. And it was in Manly. And um, it was clearly like the family's weekender or something. Like it was like he didn't live there. Yeah. It was far too nice. But, you know. And he opened the door. So first of all, I said, okay, well, you don't look like your picture. <laughs> well, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> and he said, where's the, where's the arms that holding up your boobs? <laughs> I know. And then... Oh, we went into the house and it was all really dark and he had – there was a massive te- telly and he was watching Super Bad. 
How old was this Which child? Is actually one of my favourite movies of all time. But <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's just like, oh, my God, Super- he's watching Superman. And he's come, he's like, what? He's hooking up and he's got Superman on the telly. Anyway, he, uh, yeah, so he's sort of, I don't know. It's just, oh, God. It just, it, now say it. You have now to say it just it. makes my, like, everything crawl up my fundament. Um, <laughs> no, so it was sort of that really, the beginning was sort of kind of awkward. We're sitting on the lounge and and then he kind of did the like, you know, how you doing sort of <laughs> moving in. And I was like, and in my head, because I overthink this stuff. Oh, yeah. it, like there's no, I'm not. And you drove there so you weren't pissed or anything. No, no, sober <laughs> as a judge. And I'm just like, so in my head, and of course I'm very analytical. So I'm just in this house just going, Wow, a white leather lounge. Who owns white leather lounges? And then I'm watching the part, and then you know, super bad's on just out of my eyesight, and it's where they're all at the they're all at the party, and the girl with the period sits on his leg, so he's got period blood on his leg, which he thinks is amazing and really awesome. And then and like and then there's the car thing, and so I'm kind of watching that, and then I'm looking around this place, going, these units. This is what these units look like. I've driven past these units like a thousand times, and I'm get like, to the good oh, that's stuff. what they look like on the inside. Get to the good so stuff. So then we sort of get going. And then I think the gear started coming off and then he's like, oh, we need a towel. And I'm like, oh, what now? And we had to put a towel down on the lou- on the leather lounge. Oh, that's a mood breaker. Oh, that's a mood killer, let me tell you. I'm just like, what are we, 12? Like, you know, just fucking clean it afterwards. Like, what's wrong with you? Anyway, so that's well, happening. What was going to happen to the, the couch? I know, right? Like, I'm not. You I'm, had diarrhea or anything, did you? <laughs> I don't know, maybe he thought I was a squirter and was just a him. Which I just find, I find that. No. If anyone's a squirter, I want to know about it. Because I want to squirt. But how do you squirt? in the office at my kid's school listen to this. (laughs) Stop it. I bet one of them does. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Anyway, um, and then we were sort of mucking around on the couch and then he goes, let's have a shower. I was like, oh, oh, okay. So then we had a shower. It's not a fancy shower. It's like a this building was built probably in the eighties. Can we get over the building? And no, see, this is it. I'm just like, wow, these stairs, the staircase is really narrow. Anyway, we get in the shower. We get in the shower. Then we get out. Then we're on the floor, and he has put the towel down on the floor. And then he sort of... He sounds so unsexy. He was not... It was not sexy. It was hilarious. That's (laughs) what it was. And then we got down on the floor and I can't remember what... what, Because I know know there was three showers all up. It was like... It might have been one of those. It was like germaphobes. I think every time we moved, we went and had a shower. And so (laughs) then... We got down, we're back on the floor, and that was when I kind of really. Yeah, getting saw up his... and down on the floor all the time. I you know. get your knees down. I know, I'd, have, I'd broken my back, like, you know, a bit of courtesy. And then he was like, and then he was, uh, anyway, then I sort of saw his dick, and it was, there was girth, right? So it was girth, but it bent. And I've, Did I, it bend the good way? No, not up, around to the side. And do you know what I've learnt? Because I looked it up afterwards. Um, when you have a penis that bends like a banana, it's because the foreskin is too tight. Like when they're, when they're little, when you're a little boy. That's why one of the reasons why they say for circumcision. But So this guy, so he became known as the BDV, which was the b- banana dick virgin. So the BDV. And so she finished up there and... No, so I'm looking at it, right? Just did going, you steal something from his house? No, I left my... I had a really nice leather cuff. Oh, that's right. And I left that leather cuff there. And, you know, I've never found one that's been as good or that I liked as much. You know, he probably wears that cuff every day. I, he wears it around that banana dick. I know. He bats off with it around, wrapped around his banana dick. Don't you? I know. Anyway, and I'm looking at it just going, how, how's that going to work? Like, how does it... When it's heading... East and I'm over here west. Like, what's how does that work? And I'm going, does he have to? Is he going to have to back up? And so I'm thinking this in my head, and then in my head I'm going beep, beep, (laughs) beep, and just oh my god. And so anyway, (laughs) and then I can't. I'm fairly certain that it did go in. Like I did, it did go in. It did go in. And then I think he, I think he might have come after about a, a, about a. Two thrusts, and because then he was like, "Let's have a shower," oh and I'm like, God. "What again?" And so we went and had a shower. Clean are you now? I know, right? My skin's red raw <laughs> from like you know this little run that down. Boys, not thinking about the water bill. Oh God, yeah, I know, right? And um, and his parents were probably like, "Why 
is the water bill so high from that weekend that you just had down at the beach house? And uh, anyway, and so then, anyway, we get back down on the floor <laughs> and he's sort of starting to go and I just sort of went, yeah, I think I might go. <laughs> and I literally just got dressed. I went, thanks, and left. And I spent more time in the car relaying the story to the posse than I did in the flat. Because I could not stop laughing. It was, it was so funny. And hilarious. then we moved on to BMW guy. Yeah, Mr. BMW. He was he was fun, wasn't he? He was fun. You know, he was he was basically uh, uh, um, a wealthy child who had basically been given a hall pass by his wife or his partner in Melbourne, and he was living in Sydney. And I think she was just like, just go, like I'm just done. <laughs> And so he would he would be up and then he, but the thing that I got with all of these men right is all of them are about just wanting to sort of dominate and like I'm going to um, you know so then he was trying to hook he was trying to get a little threesome going and so he's got this other bird on the phone and she's out with someone else and I'm going and then we could do that and then we could do that and he was like no no. I'll be the one saying what we're going to do. And I and like I can't play that game. Like no, I just can't. And so I'm just easy. like looking at him going, oh, really? Like this and then going, oh, hang on, I don't think that's very sexy. And all I can think about is like Liz Lemon when she goes to all the various, like they go to the bar or something or she's at the singles things and, and she's just like, you know that that's not right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he I'm was fun. exhausted thinking about it. And it was funny. So we did, we sort of got down and dirty in his BMW convertible on North Head. And then, um, and then he dropped me back at the Berry bus. And he, like, we sort of pulled up beside him. He goes, Oh my God, we could have had a party. <laughs> oh, I remember doing that. I thought he sounded like good value. Yeah. So he was, he was quite good. But I did realize afterwards that we never, actually had sex it was always oral hand so i wonder if that so was a lot of details coming in the show today <laughs> so i wonder if that was part of his thing but he was he was he was fun yeah and then there was the russian who lived up on the northern beaches um and all, he was just all about anal oh he just wanted to dominate and it was all about the butt so we had this whole gameplay thing where I arrived and, you know, la da. And then we. Did you say, hello, comrade? <laughs> and then I was just like, and, there were, and he was like, everything. And then, you know, at one point, and then, oh, in the final sort of lead up to me going over there, he was talking about how um, um, he was going to watch me pee and then he would like wipe me. And I just went, um, oh, red flag, red flag. <laughs> And so I got there and, like, seriously, I still went. Because, <laughs> you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. And uh, and then I, – but I remember, like, after the, I'd sort of arrived and there was just a lot of butt-fucking and then he oh, was like – Jesus, Kim. And then he was – and then I was like, I, I can't pee. Like, I just can't do it. And he was like, no, I'll just let you – you can just, you know, do it on your own this time. I was like, oh, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. I, I didn't do that at all. And then he made – and he made me dinner – and it was delicious. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember. It was a soup, I think, but it was really nice. Washed. <laughs> <laughs> Just lots of beetroot. <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> and then um and then we're sitting out on his back like sort of out the, on his back veranda and, and he what goes, were the and he was literally like, You're chatty, aren't you? <laughs> Because were you just rattling off? Yeah, so you know what I was like when I got here today? Yeah, I said to her, have you been speaking to people a lot lately? She goes, yeah. I said, because you, you literally haven't drawn breath since you walked in my house. <laughs> I haven't drawn breath on this podcast. I know. You went, alley cat day, alley cat phase. Yeah. Boom. Take it away. Um, so, yeah, he was interesting. Oh, income. Nice. My son has just arrived wearing some corduroy camel pants with a very fetching floral shirt with a chain what's that chain Felix. oh a chain belt maybe oh. your russian man would like that belt yeah he probably would have they probably would have yeah, yeah looking good mate looking good looking good did he hear any of that no because he's got the airpods in airpods in <clears throat> honestly i just would kill to be able to have makeup skills like that <laughs> oh anyway um, so yeah so and there was a few others and then um and then yeah oh, and rob. then i started talking to rob I'm so glad you got that that time in. And so if oh. you're out there and you need some advice from Kim on how to actually get back 
on the oh, bench. And then there was like... She's your girl. Then there was another... Nobody. <laughs> then there was another guy. The, the, the one guy that really stuck in my mind... There was two... Okay, there was one guy who I just... Can I just say really that my mood has with. been lifted somewhat? Thank you very much. There was one guy who I met down at Manly Wharf Hotel and he was so much fun. Like even if nothing like Happens. continued, like I would I, I actually sort of kind of wish he was still in my life because he's just the friend that you go out and get shit faced with and do reckless things with. Like yeah, that's fun. that's who he is. And um Up for he was and great. Giggles. He like we um we ended up like doing the dirty at the Narrabeen Sands Hotel. Like, we got a room and I had to do the walk of shame home that like at, like, 5.30. And there I am, like, walking down the street through my neighbourhood in my, like, stockings and holding my, you know, high heels in my hand and all these tradies and it's surfers called, it's called, just going, how you going, love? It's not the walk of shame. It's the stride of pride. The stride of pride. Well, I was pretty fucking proud. It was a <laughs> fucking good night. But there was this other guy who was seriously, like, dad like one of our husbands like just a dad and he was like so he was just so broken like I gave him a blowjob and then he was like do you want to go and rinse your mouth out and I went no why would I do that and he goes oh my wife will only do it if she can then go and wash her mouth and clean her teeth and I went well that's romantic (laughs) and also like that's like that's even if you did that and you wanted to do that, wouldn't you just wait till they were asleep and then go and do it? Like, just seriously. Like, that's really hurt. Imagine if a guy went down on you and then goes, oh, i just got to go and wash my mouth out. Like, it tastes like fish. Like, it just, it's just not on. This podcast is way, way, way <laughs> gone way <laughs> from our core values, hasn't it? So, anyway, yeah. And it was funny, you know, because Rob and I just spoke, like, chatted on Tinder for... Uh, t- about two weeks before we then went out for dinner and I just remember thinking he was just the most curious creature and thinking well he's just gay he's just gay and he hasn't admitted it yet but he's just really lovely and he's just the gayest straight man yeah. in the world and he's just sort of like yeah I could be gay but I just really like vaginas and boobs <laughs> yeah. he's not gay he's not gay he's lovely um he's just very emotionally mature Human. Mm, yes. Very. Sometimes too much. Oh, I know. Just so much. <laughs> when I he just worries wanna... about things, that <laughs> I'm like, why would you even think that? <laughs> I know. God bless him. So, for those that were wondering about the alley cat phase, that. And there was some others, but we'll save them for a later date. Yes, let's do that. Okay. But it was very short and sharp. Like, it only lasted for like a couple of months. Like, I just was very active. You were very busy. I was very busy. Did you get a UTI? No, I was safe. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Virgin, you'll never be wow. forgotten. I can't um, remember. What else were we going to talk okay. about? <laughs> <laughs> so I just need a cigarette and a lie down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're moving on to on the list. On the list is a section we talk about things that pissed us off. I'm going to start off with judgmental cunts. Yes. Um, and you know who, you t- who I'm talking about if you're listening. This week I wrote a blog post about how I trod <laughs> in my old cons. They were old, they were pretty crappy and they stank, right? And I kept saying to myself, I've got to replace those cons. I've got because I didn't want to not have them yeah. until I'd replaced them. Anyway, I tried in a dog shit the size of a horse patty, a uh, horse shit, and it stuck to I walked it through. It was just disgusting. If you know me, I can't stand dog shit or pus or blood or anything like no. that. I am not good. So I thought, oh, I'll wait. To, I'll pay one of the kids 50 bucks to. Actually, there's a poo at the bottom of your I stairs know. down there from Isabel. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, I moved that. Oh, did you? Yes, I've moved it because, right. yeah, that was uh, – anyway. And so, yeah, that started off a little conversation on my Woogs World blog Facebook page. Fucking all these Facebook pages. Um, well, you're very popular. And, you know, someone's cool. Oh, blogging obviously pretty well that you can throw out a perfectly good pair of shoes. Wow. And then out they came. And the other day I threw out a pan because I just had had a gutful. And, like, if I chose to throw something of mine out – I You can throw it I out. I can throw it out. Um, these shoes were pretty gross and rather than me like trying to resurrect them, I chucked them out. So then I said to one girl, I said, what size are you? (laughs) (laughs) I will go and get them out of the bin, put them in a plastic bag and post (laughs) them to you. You judgmental bitch. Anyway, <laughs> I I am not being very nice. 99.9% of people who follow me are beautiful humans and 0.5% are um, not. Oh, 
Has Matt. What's on your list? Hi, darling. <laughs> I'm just podcasting with Kim. Um, the things that are on my list. Okay. The big thing that's on my list this week, golf courses. Yep. I know this is not right. life and death. I know today we're actually marking the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but golf courses are what are on my list this week. I just came in at the end of that and Ruth and <laughs> golf courses and I'm trying to work out what yeah. you're saying. Uh, I realise that golf courses are not, you know, like up there with world peace. Uh, but I hate golf. I hate golf courses. I think they're some last bastion of misogynistic white Land privilege. ownership. They are environmentally absolutely abhorrent who if you have a partner who plays golf I want you to have a big fight with them about it because what person with a family then says on a you know a weekend hi I've had a fam we've had a family together and I love you all but I've chosen to partake in a air quotes, sport that involves me now leaving the house for probably at least six, if not eight hours to kick, to hit a ball around a course. Like that is not the sign of a good human. I think if you are in your older years, absolutely. It's a gentle sort of, you know, they get out there and they want, that's absolutely fine. My father-in-law plays it and if he didn't, my mother-in-law would probably be, you know, very stressed. But... This week. Can I ask what's brought this on? Because <laughs> it seems very This has must been, have been something. This has been this. simmering for a while because okay. there's the golf course down in Brookvale, which takes up this massive block of land in the middle of a, a big intersection of the northern beaches. That land could be parkland, it could be sporting fields, a community, some sort of community buildings or community uh, structures could be built on the site. But instead, it's just there for those that can afford massive annual – well, no, apparently they're just one-off – but thousands of dollars in a, in a membership fee and then ongoing yearly or however much fees to, to walk around this ground, right? It is such privilege. It pisses me off. Anyway, this week it came up again about the Moore Park golf course in the, in the inner city um, because Clovermore wants to halve it from an 18-hole to a 9-hole – and then with the rest of the space, turn it into parklands, sport amenities that the rest of the community can, can use. use. So the Inner West community has about, about 200,000 people. Moore Park Golf Course has less than 800 members. I just... Oh, uh, and so that's... And then next to, back next to that, that is... The Green Square Precinct, you know, where all those new bi- the new big apartments... That they expect something like 70,000 people are going to be living in there by 2030. And yet 700 members can have acreage of land just for them. And I, it just makes me really cranky. Could, I don't know if you could tell. I don't know if you could pick up on that. And look, listen, before I get pushback, before anyone decides to at me... <laughs> It just, it's, this is a rant. This is on my list. Yes, okay, fair enough. I've just written Kim Hates Golf. Yes. For our show notes. Yes. You are getting quite I am. worked it up about It really, that. really makes me cranky. Do you know how much golf membership is at Moore Park? No. So it's a $2,000 once-off membership fee. $2,000 just to join. And then every year it's about, no, no, it's every month. If you play every week, it's $203 a month, every, like, a month. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. $203 a month to, like, wander around. Well, I think a- it's particularly interesting that you've pointed out the extra $3. <laughs> or $83 a game. So if you just want to go for one game, you play it. Like, I'm sorry. This yeah, is we're going to stop talking about golf Can we stop talking about it? Because I'm just really angry and it's absolutely ludicrous that they're... That okay, well, let's let's change tack now. And <sighs> what have you eaten that's been good recently? <laughs> I had today, I had a hankering and a scratch that needed to be itched. I itched it and the itch was in shape of a hot roast beef roll with gravy. I know. It was very delicious. You? 
Uh, this week I did a slow roasted lamb, leg of lamb, and then I um, and I did it sort of Greek flavour. So I did oh, oregano yeah. and lemon. lemon and onion and garlic and and then I made this just this very simple sort of salad that went with it. That was just tomato, onion, um, garlic, parsley, dill. So since um, red wine vinegar. Since she's given up the booze, she's replaced that with food. Yeah. And I was saying to Wigsy earlier that after the SBS showing and when I said to Rob that I was never going to eat again and he could just hit, if I saw me eating anything, he could just hit it out of my hand. I have basically been eating like a trash panda. If there is food, it is in my mouth. And uh, tiramisu? Oh, yeah, that was the tiramisu. That was that was the night after SBS. was like the, the next night I had pasta and a main course and tiramisu. Anyway, so I did the lamb this week with this gorgeous salad and some feta. And do you, you know when you just... Oh, yummy. I just had yeah, a hankering yeah. like your beef yeah. roll and I just... And the boys loved it and they had enough lamb for a couple of... for the next two days for their lunches and they were just like, Mum, oh, that's just the best that's roll ever. And they'd get home and say, can I have another one of those rolls? That's when you know you're winning. Yes. Um, Felix had his wisdom teeth out this week. Oh, yes. how'd he go? All four of them. Under twilight. Uh, I've been under twilight and... It well, wasn't remember. twilight for me. It was I was out. <laughs> I know, same. Um, Felix said he sort of came to uh, at one point, and he said it was really weird because you want to tell them that you can hear them, but you can't do anything. But my beautiful dentist, his wife, listens to this. Oh, hello. And she follows me on Instagram. And so when I went in to pick, you know, to pick him up, he just looked at me and goes, "Oh, you were in my bedroom this week," <laughs> and I was like. Oh, hello. And, uh, and he goes, yeah, just my wife's listening to you on Instagram. So, hi, Brad. <laughs> hi, Mrs. Brad. <laughs> Felix is doing really well. <laughs> I'm making him lots of soft food that I'm then eating. Oh, and hi um, to all the girls in the office at my kids' high school. Yes, I did get the email this week from you telling me – it wasn't from you, actually. You just have to implement them um, – that my son wasn't wearing a school shirt and I wrote an, a t- uh, – a letter back saying that wasn't his fault. That was his dreadful mother's fault. <laughs> we got a student welfare notice for Jasper. And normally when I get them for Jasper, they're the ones that you, you go, <gasps> student welfare notice. And then you open it and it's like, I just wanted to let you know that Jasper has just been, his maths performance in maths has just been amazing. <sighs> but instead, this one was I'm running to you with my concerns about oh, Jasper's attitude. Shut up. And it, in, in I have to live with it. PDHPE. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was already rolling my eyes. And then I was, you know, he has forgotten his uniform three times this term. And I'm like, really? This is what we're worrying about now? In year eight, I had this similar phone call from Harry's PE teacher saying that Harry is not taking PE, the PE assignment seriously. And I said, what's he doing? Rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember the rhythmic gymnastics drama. He had to do a, a routine with a friend and... <laughs> He wasn't taking it seriously. Now, those who know my son, he's a huge, big unit. He plays rugby, he's footy mad. And, well, when it was Jack's turn, he nailed it. He was actually used as the demonstration person. So, <laughs> people have got to play to your strengths. Swings and roundabouts. You know, we're not all the same. We're not all robots. No. And, uh, and I think there should be a, allowances made if your mum's a fucked at housekeeping. Uh, yeah. I mean, are we really – like, and I said to – so, I was talking to – I said to him – I got a student welfare notice about you today and you could just see his face just and, – and like his brain just sort of go, well, okay, where, what was I doing? Where was I? What, which class was it in? Like who was it for? And, and then I went, it's about your PE uniform. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God. And I said, look, d- my eyes rolled very loudly when I opened it and read it and I said, yes, there are um, elements within this about taking responsibility and being organised but I, but I also do appreciate for fuck's sake <laughs> – Really? Is this what we're going to complain about? Oh, I'm just getting something. Oh. Grovey had to do an assignment this week where they had to make a 3D model of a cell, of a plant or animal cell. And, oh, anyway, but of course told us, told me at 8 o'clock the night before it was due. But do you know what has happened in the last, it's the last week in particular, but probably brewing for the last couple of months? Is Felix's big brotherness, particularly towards Grovey, like he's like this? It's 
beautiful. It almost makes me cry. Like in oh, the kitchen. Look at it. Like the kitchen and they'll make hamburgers together and Felix will just really encouragingly See, I, I sort of believe that that could ever talk happen, about yeah. like, you know, no, no, make do the patty like this and oh don't turn it yet. No, see when it does that, that's when you turn it and and then when this assignment on Thursday night or whenever it was, like Felix was downstairs because of course it's really nice because his teeth hurt and so he's just hanging around downstairs more. And he was just like, um, and then Felix did all this stuff, like was really supportive and sort of like you've got it, you know, just stuff that if we say it, it they don't yeah, pay any like attention to it because it's parents. But when your brother says it, yeah. so he came with us to the two different Woolworths we had to go to to get supplies, and um, and then when and then when we're in the car, then just then Grover confesses he also has a maths test the next day. And Felix was just like, oh, God, I can help you with any of your maths. Like, just tell me what if, what's it on. And, and <laughs> I was just well, like... Well, mine, mine do sort of have a bond on occasion, like when, when they're not belting the shit out of each other, is that when Harry goes on a date, Jack does skin work on him. Skin, skin work. work is like, like does a, a cleanser mask, exfoliates, does, gives him a little facial, sorts yeah. out his eyebrows, tidies up things. Oh. Um, so that's how they bond when... Harry goes out on a date and you see, asks Jack to do some skin work. Yeah, but you see that that's that whole still waters run deep. Like that's a very intimate thing to let someone do. Yeah. So, yeah. There's signs that they are becoming decent humans. I know. Um, let's not talk about our kids anymore because that is boring. Yes. Um, but look, I did get this note. To Jack. Am I reading yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, you always strive to do your best in class as you contribute to every class discussion and always apply yourself to work. Well done. From Mrs. Bar- Barovs. There you go. One out of two is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kim, let's move on. What's your interesting work fact this week? Oh, now, I have to – I did write it down and I can't remember where I wrote it. I can't remember. Okay, well, we we'll had it, that but this it's week. gone. Um, do we have a news item of the week? Oh, yes. No, I'm actually physically watching her just fog around in her brain. I did. There was an article. There, I will actually post it onto the Facebook page because Rob was going to text it to me and he hasn't. That's his fault. It's his fault. It's his but fault. there's been a big. Um, a big scandal in America with a uh, a religious um, evangelist and a college, and he has been having um, an affair with his someone. His wife has been having an affair with the pool boy. The pool boy, and then he watches. He yeah. stands in the corner and watches, right? And the publication Slate had an article about scandal and what it is and what it means and why the term and what that it was a it's really thoughtful and I just think in this particular part of world politics where scandal is every other minute it was just a really interesting um there's a really interesting take on it so it's in slate I tried looking for it before I couldn't find it so when I get it from Rob I'm gonna I'll put it up do you know how we're like L-list celebrities yes um I'm always worried that someone's going to watch me scream at my kids in the supermarket or something (laughs) like that and then go I saw you like like throw a knife at your husband or something like that because sometimes people do that they go I think I saw you at so-and-so and I'm like oh doing like was I, was I really drunk or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just got to keep yourself nice it's like <laughs> that's so boring that's so boring hey we're gonna have a break and when we come back we're going to talk to you about how to get out of your filthy mood we're going to share your stories so we'll see you after this advertisement oh yes so we're just going to have a break we're going to note the time oh god we've been talking know, for a long time have a break oh my goodness okay uh yeah, we're on. We're on. It's not, no, but it's not doing anything. Oh, no, it's the new one. Okay. And we're back. Because I have to put new batteries in. Oh, welcome back to the Hot Flush, <laughs> the premier podcast for the Paramount Portal. <gasps> and today, our topic is thunderous moods. <laughs> Which we were in until I talked about butt fucking. So, you know. Oh, my God. Really? Shall I say it again? No. <laughs> How's 
there's anything wrong with it, but no. Um, So, you know, that was – so the BDV was four years ago. So I wonder, you know, I wonder where he's at. Hmm. Who cares? (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are we doing here? Happiness hacks. Okay, I'm just trying to find it on a game. I'm just stunningly prepared. (laughs) AJ AJ says, try to get some nature and and talks about, oh, have you ever heard of Japanese forest bathing? I have. Have you heard about that? Okay, you keep looking. No, I can't find it. Oh, you can't find it? Yeah, you just keep going. It's right at the top. It's like the first one. Not on mine, it's not. Oh, weirdo. Um... Even a park or my backyard, some sun and fresh. So, okay, so I heard Japanese. about this. I have, I'm, I'm, you keep looking and I'm looking up Japanese forest, forest bathing. bathing. Do you have to be in Japan? Uh, no, but that, I think that's where it started. Okay. And I think they initially started off being nude. I'm Ooh. not sure you need to, I'm not sure you need to. I may, that. I may well have actually just made that up. You'd be into that, you filthy woman. <laughs> Do you know, like, I used to be so, um, yeah, not prudish, but I'd never, like, even in a, even in a change room with, like, other women or at the pool or something, you know, and getting changed. Now, I just don't give a fuck. And I always think of that scene, I think it was in Seinfeld, and they talk about the old men who just come into the oh, change room yeah. and how they just, you know, with Swing their, around. you know, their, you know, geriatric nutsacks just hanging down to the ground and, and they just don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I'm at that stage. Okay, so let's have a look. Japanese, um, it's called Japanese Nature Therapy, A Beginner's Guide to Forest Bathing. Uh, when Kate Bendel told her bushwalking husband she was going to try forest bathing, he wondered if it involved swimming or nudity. <laughs> See, like kind. Uh, It sounds airy-fairy, but when you're in the forest, it all makes sense. Oh, she lives in the Southern Highlands. Um, They're all kinky down at the Southern Highlands, (laughs) aren't they? They're all Uh, into kink. Shout out to Beth with her 16 double Fs. I know. Well done, Betty. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the the big titty club. Um, Okay, it's inspired by Shinto reverence for nature. Um, and government-backed research that focused on the measurable health benefits of a stroll in the forest. But you see, this is a Japanese forest. I think a stroll in the Australian bush. Yeah, you're, you're, you're asking like, for trouble. You're rolling. You're rolling an ankle. You're getting bitten by a tick. brown snake. You tick. Like leech. A leech. It's it's actually hard work walking <laughs> through the bush because there's so many dangers. <laughs> Uh, forest bathing has been shown to significantly reduce blood pressure and stress levels, as well as having cardiac and pulmonary um, benefits. Forest bathing is about slowing down to connect with the forest and yourself. Well, look, there's no doubt, and all the evidence does suggest that getting out into like the garden and the forest and the bush, mm. and particularly if you can do something called grounding, where you take your shoes off and walk on the grass. Yeah. But I'd, I'd find the nearest dog shit, and that would be me done. <laughs> can't get past it can I I really am thinking no you can't you just yeah you're stuck in that you're stuck in that spot this year but I think you know this is really true and there's a lot to be said about getting out in nature to to really reset your brain and your body well I know that sunshine works for me getting the sun on my skin See, I really love the idea of bushwalking and I really want to do it I really want to get into doing some trail walking but I don't have um then I it sort of reaches the point where we're going to go and do it and I literally sort of go, oh, it's a bit hot. Oh, it's very sunny. I was thinking about you the other day. It was the first really hot day. Ah, uh, yeah. And I was thinking, is she going to crack it? Is she going to crack? I didn't crack because it's one of the blessings of living near the beach yeah. is that you do tend to get an onshore breeze. Yeah, well, I'm not far from the harbour here and, and I still get it here too. Which oh, is listen to us nice. too. Oh, I'm quite near the yeah. harbour. Oh, oh, my diamond shoes are too I get the sea breeze in yes, the afternoon. but the problem is, of course, the salt does so much damage to the oh. roller. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's some happiness chemicals and how we're going to hack them. We have dopamine. That's the reward chemical. And things like completing a task, doing self-care activities, eating food and celebrating little wins. There are this little reward thing. So I do a skincare routine in the morning and of an evening. I do a cleanse, I do a serum and then I moisturise. And I honestly find that – so I've seen 
massive improvements right. in the texture of my skin and I get rewarded that I'm actually doing this. So that comes out of self-care activities. Yes. And I also encourage um, my children to bathe daily. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the love hormone, Kim, which is oxy. I was going to say Oxycontin, but that's a drug, isn't it? That's the opioid, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's called Oxytocin. Tocin. Oxytocin. That's what we get when you're having a baby. When um, you can get that too by playing with a dog. Now, a lot of people chimed in. I can't find it of my the listeners' list, so you're going to have to find that. Oh, I've got uh, it right a lot in front of, of me. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go through the hormones and then oh, we'll talk right, about them. All right. Carry Chop, chop. I did not like that oh, tone. Wow. Daggers. Daggers, people. Okay, so playing with a dog, playing with a baby, holding hands, hugging your family or giving a compliment. That's the love home hormone. Then we've got... But, you know, when you're in a shitty mood, you don't want to hug. But we're trying to help people get out of a shitty mood, darling. So you go, I'm in a really shitty mood and I'm really angry at, we, at you, so I need a hug. That's when, you, that's when your husband or your partner is actually just going to go, you are oh. fucking mental. And then you can have a big fight. Yeah. Uh, serotonin, this is my favourite, the mood stabiliser. Oh, yeah. So, meditating. I have a script for that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but if you need a little more mood stabilising, mm-hmm. uh, they suggest running, which I just call bullshit on. Sun exposure, walking in nature. There we go. There's your Japanese forest bathing. Yep. Swimming and cycling. Now, the thought of, of me on a push bike... <laughs> But, you know... Like, just call the ambulance. So, uh, since having children, the one time when I've actually reached a point where my I have felt that good about my life, yeah. where I would where I rang my psychiatrist and was like, I don't need to see you this month, it's only happened once in 22 years, <laughs> was when I was doing CrossFit. Do you know what? I and hate to say this, but I, I don't do Huffy Puffy anymore. Um, lot, not organised Huffy Puffy. I do other Huffy Puffy. Yeah. But once after Huffy Puffy was particularly horrendous, I had this enormous feeling of just happiness. It, it does. What the fuck? And there were many occasions at CrossFit where I would arrive, look at what the set was for the day and burst into tears <laughs> and go, I can't do that. Like, I can't do it. I just can't. And in because CrossFit's like a cult, everyone gathers around you and is like, "What's the matter?" Was no, you can. Were just, you crying? Oh, always. <laughs> like I always cried. I cried at the beginning. I'd cry during it. I'd cry after it. I, you know, and I'm one of those people. Even when I'm super fit, I still go really red. Yeah. So I look like I'm going to have a heart attack, even when I was ever you know, at my most fit. But the the dopamine and the serotonin Tonin. and the everything else that 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 exercise where you really push yourself what that releases in you is i know i know but i'm not gonna i'm sorry i'm just i'm well i can't run anymore like it's just not like i'm actually medically banned from it which is quite nice yes is that why you think personal trainers are always so sort of chirpy probably yeah because my old one um i thought it was just fake tan sort of just put them on a high but Michelle Bridges. Uh, and the last one I want to talk about is endorphins, which is the painkiller. Laughter, exercise, essential oils. Oh, well, the jury's out on that one. Mm. Watch a comedy, dark chocolate, and again, fucking exercise. So there you go. I absolutely 100% uh, subscribe laughing, laughing as yes. just the, <clears throat> that for me beats everything so if i am feeling really shit yeah i will ring someone who i know will make me laugh yes yeah uh, it's it's that uh it's that connecting with someone and that kind of takes your mind off how cranky or or yeah. how down you feel you know i'm feeling really murderous and then you just you know have a chat with a friend or and then someone that will chime in and go Phew, you think you've got it bad <laughs> And then, you know, misery loves company and everyone moves on. And you sort of go, okay, I've drawn breath. The world is still turning. Let's keep going. That's my lessons for the day. And what are the readers saying? Listeners Um, saying, darling? Kirsty says, get up and walk the dog. Yep. And she goes and gets her coffee. Yep. Um, Vegemite toast and a cup of tea. Oh, Juliet, you're on to – it really – sometimes. Do you know what? It's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. On Friday when I was just so – uh, it's just a long week. I made myself some honey toast and a cup of tea, and it just and oh. I just sat and I just ate it, and I went, okay, let's go. Yeah, love it. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, Veronica says, I try to remember that I'm privileged to be able to have a foul mood. Uh, I've lived in countries where the focus is where is my next meal? Big leveller. Oh, I get that, Veronica. I really do get it on a cerebral level. But I think we've got to be careful with that stuff because you've still got to allow yourself to feel yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Like, But that's her experience. That's her experience yeah. and that's what works for her. And that's when she's lived in countries yeah. where she's seen it firsthand. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, Wendy says, go and cuddle a baby chicken in the yard. <gasps> God, I could do that any day of the week, all day, any day. Really? They are the funniest characters, aren't I love they? Chooks. I reckon Chooks are like newborns. Like you can just watch them yeah. all day. Like they're just fascinating little velociraptors. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Rachel says walking, regular walking, and she also really likes – she says yoga helps release her endorphins. <laughs> Ruth says, I'm not quite in the mood to answer this, <laughs> but I'm following for ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that our Ruthie? No, different Ruthie. Oh, good on you, Ruth. Um, oh, look, lots of people, lots of people talking about, uh, lots of people talking about walking the dog. Yeah, well, Sharon th- talks about that she used to drink, but then that just made her fat and hungover and even more cranky. Yeah. See, this is that's see, Sharon, that's called adulting. Once you actually put those two things together, and you go, ah, oh, fuck, it's, it's fine. Uh, Joe, she rides a she rides um, she rides her bike to the local cafe. And she likes doing a brain dump with pen and paper. Yes. Well, I always have said writing and I always encourage you to start a blog and just put it to silent, put it to private. private. Um, you know, you don't have to be a blogger as such, but actually putting your thoughts out of your head is just so fucking good. Yes. And sunshine on your face. Yep. So true. How many, how many friends have I said it to who are having a tough time where I'm like, just go outside just a couple of really, really deep, deep breaths, breaths, like to you, your lungs sort of almost hurt with how much you're inhaling, yeah. putting air into them and look up. Just look up and get sun on your face and then start again. Yep. It's, it's Breathing is super important. Sometimes when I feel myself getting tense, I'll do my breathing exercises. And it's almost like if, if, if you were a heroin addict or something like that, I almost get a hit of something. Yeah. Just calms me down. Does it? Are you okay? We're keeping you up. Just been a bitch to me today. <laughs> Said with love. Oh. oh, it was right there. How could I not go? Tone police. Tone police. Hey, um, Anna says listening to listening to music. That's really true. I had a friend who once said to me when I was really down, she and she was like, "What what music are you listening to?" And I don't know. It was something like bloody you know Enya or something. She's uh. like, "Okay, let's just." Mix Pop, on yeah. Pop on some Kylie. Pop on some Kylie and let's get – because I was somewhere the other day. Don't listen to heavy metal. Um, if I you're really ragey, don't listen to heavy metal. Oh, but then I love a bit of Run DMC. That's not heavy metal. Oh, I see. I uh, Like Run DMC is my go-to right. for dancing and dancing makes me happy. Um, Marie says write down things she's grateful for. Now, that's an interesting thing because, you know, my self – talk at the moment is still not fantastic and so well that's why I'm eating like a trash panda right um and so I'm making myself every time I have a negative I make myself have a positive can you give us an example okay so um the current one about just being fat and then I'll just think of a comment or um, but look at you. Look at your skin. Look at your hair. Look at your face. Like you're glorious. Oh, see, this is me being nice to you. See, even though you've been a cunt to me. <laughs> I am not. No, you're glorious, and and you radiate this like happiness for so many people. So oh. there you go. And I mean that. Lovely. Say something nice about me. Thank you. You do exactly the same. You oh. bring light into the room. Except Every for time. when I'm in a foul mood. No, even when you're in a foul mood because it's sort of like quite enjoyable to see like where it's going to land. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're generous to a fault. Oh. And you were there for me when, like, whenever. doesn't matter what time of day or night. And that's a true friend. So, yeah. Okay, can you read? There's that. And you've got really cute little skinny legs. <laughs> Chicken legs. <laughs> Um, yes, or I think about some of the comments that we get or that, that yeah. people send you privately about how something we've said 
um, has really spoken to them yeah. and, and that they didn't know they could think like that or that they didn't know they could do that or they didn't – they'd felt so isolated. And, and so I just keep coming back to – Do you know that I've, you know. I've become quite schooling in my my responses to people and I'm, I say things like, you stop that right now. Mm. This is not the way to go. This is not the way you talk to yourself. Yeah. You're the one that really you, – you did that to me mm. and was sort of like – because, you know, when you when you have a lot of negative self-talk and then your friends will just go – not just go. Your friends will say, don't be ridiculous. Like, you're just this and you're that and that. But you you kind of got – you tough loved me. Yeah. You were like, uh, no. It's not okay. Shut it down. And I've been pretty good. It was yeah. just the SBS thing sort of threw a bit of a curveball. Oh, they're, they're all green boots. <laughs> green boots. She looks like a loud mouth. Loud yeah. mouth, green boots. Duh. She's I bet she list. didn't meet up with the Russian for some butt-fucking, did she? <laughs> <laughs> or Mr. BMW for a blowjob in a <laughs> in an alleyway conver- in a convertible down the back of the army barracks at Manly. You've lived, God damn it, woman! Yeah. You've lived exactly right, right. Nadine, are watering her plants, riding her Harley. Nadine, we have got a group of women who are badass, badass bikies. And they're all showing each other their bikes and where they like riding and there's talk of a group hot <gasps> flush meet-up bike ride. Oh, my God. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. I know. I want to be that little panda stuck on the back of someone's bike. Hanging it's on for dear life. <laughs> it's called a, screaming. It's like, called a pillion. Purple, you're right. Oh, my God. I just see it. Just like <laughs> Down people, there. People sitting in, like, cafes going, did you hear that? It's just working on the back of the bike. I'd screeching. Oh, God. I'd be hitting levels only a dog could hear. That would be so funny. I need to drink my cold tea. <laughs> right. Oh, God, that's so good. Um, oh, Kirsten, I love it. Bottom drawer. Release the tension. What, Get out the vibe. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. I that's bought a new sure. one this week. Oh, do tell. So I haven't heard enough about your vagina this I episode. I know, right. Uh, and I just want to say, I just want to preface all of this by saying that pretty much from 20 until – like the family realignment, I thought I was broken in the libido department. I didn't have one. I didn't. Every now and then, I'd maybe feel like it, but it really. And I thought I was broken. Like I thought there was something we wrong with me. We did get quite a gig, good giggle from last episode's bed shark. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and so I thought I was broke. So to then actually discover that I had one at like whatever I was, was forty four, awesome. like it was amazing. And and now you know we're in we're four years in and it's still I'm still like, but it's much more normal now. <laughs> it's not like you know <laughs> sexual spectacular. No, it's not like you know there's a dark alley. Oh, I woke mine up twice this week. Really? Yeah. You ovulating? Yeah. <laughs> that was dangerous. <laughs> but also like I couldn't sleep, so I thought if I can't sleep, then you shouldn't sleep, and I can't really get you up yeah. just to have a chat. So yeah. How about it? Giddy up. <laughs> Look and lively. He me the next one. He goes, when you can't sleep next time, can you just go and watch television? Because <laughs> it, was, it was like 12.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, Rob woke me up, but he's had terrible eczema on just on his hand, so he's got to put the cortisone cream on and then he wears a, a glove. Sexy man. Right? And I'm like, that's like, you Batman? Like this. And he woke me up in the middle of the night and then it all, I mean, it was all very lovely for me, but not so much of it. Well, I mean, he still enjoyed it. but gloved up. There was, but he just was like, this glove's really distracting. <laughs> Come oh, on, we've got to finish so up funny. soon. Come on. Oh, God. A very long episode. Thank um, you for anyway, still yeah, listening. But there was, um, and, and there was talk about it on the on the Facebook page about one of uh, awesome woman on Instagram, whose name I now can't remember, um, Fabulous, and she had a special... Um, promo with Vush. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Is that Bodzilla? Yes. Yes, I love her. Oh, my God. Go and follow the Bodzilla on Instagram. This she's woman is just glorious. She's glorious. She's a glorious human. I've <gasps> met her. Have you? Yeah. Is she as glorious she's in real life? She's so glorious Ugh. and she's so beautiful. 
Oh, yeah, she's just... And, like, because she looked at me and then she started fangirling, right? Because I didn't know who she was. And she's oh. like... Oh, and then I realised, like, I'm talking to greatness here because this woman is just yeah. doing so much for women. Well, she's doing a lot for women because I got the little... I got one of the air clitoral stimulators, which mm-hmm. I, it's, I'd looked at for, like, since we were in New York. And they're, like, 200 and something bu- bucks, right? And I got it for, like, $75. And does it work? 65, it hasn't arrived yet. Oh, how exciting. I know. Please report back. I know. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, <coughs> right. Uh, back, Can you not clear your throat into the I know, the that was bad. Sorry, That's everyone. Dreadful. It was because of that laughing fit before. It wasn't great. Um, okay, Karen made the suggestion for everyone to join the Facebook group Disapproving Corgis. I joined it. Did you? I joined it. <laughs> actually, during the break, I just uh, it's my go-to. Oh. I love it. Thank you, Karen. That was just brilliant suggestion. So my um, bestie from school, Kiralee, they have Corgis and Maggie, um, the author, uh, Maggie... Oh, McKellar. McKellar. I was going to call her McLeod and I'm like, no, that's not a surname. And our good friend Renee, she has a Corgi. Yes, they have a Corgi and... Felix. She's got a corgi and a chihuahua. That's like my dream team dog, Joy. <laughs> a dream team of dogs. I still want to jack a cock or whatever it was. Um, anyway, it just, oh, my God. Even just the cover picture is just. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, That's disapproving corgis on Facebook. Very and look, good group. Uh, and while I don't think, like, you know, I'm not going to encourage us all to actually stay on a device to cheer up, but sometimes those sorts of pages and they can be very helpful. Uh, yeah, lots of getting out for a walk. Um, Burn does actually talk about a deep dive into Insta. Yeah, you guys, you're all you're all over it. Joe, pump up a '90s playlist. Oh yeah, <coughs> pump up the jam, pump it up. <laughs> you know, because we were at uni together in the '90s, and I didn't actually see you at the bar all that much. But um, oh, I was there. Were you? <laughs> yeah, used to hit it hard Thursday night bar yeah. night. Yeah, and then down to the leggies, the gloom. Get the goon. Remember they used to sell big jugs of shit oh, wine? Yes. But what did I do? And then they then they had to stop because people kept passing out because they'd like challenge themselves to drink four litres of goon. <laughs> oh, God. God. Um, okay, Cindy's actually put up a picture of her cat, which is look at that cat. Yeah, I want that cat. I want to eat that cat. Oh, maybe we should get everyone to post pictures of their cats because um, that's what old ladies do, isn't it? Okay, yeah. can you write that down? Because I want to see everyone's cats and I want their names. <gasps> Everyone's and then we'll we'll do another one for dogs, but we're doing cats first. Um, I want to get a cat and call it Weezer. Oh, isn't that the best name for a cat? That's the best name for a cat, Weezer. Because I watched um, uh, Still Magnolias the other day. Oh God, I love that movie. That's in my that's in my top three. Oh yeah, absolutely. Footloose. Do you know we talked about this last week? So we must crack oh, on. Did we? I've got homework this week for everyone as well. Oh, do you? Yes. Have we finished <coughs> going through those happiness hacks? There's lots, but I think everyone's pretty much um, everyone's pretty much talking about doing something. Oh, Belinda, I like Belinda's. She said, "Make myself a coffee and take it back to bed." Yeah. It just feels like a bit of a treat. I do that. Um, I wake up at about 6, 6.30. Mm. This is a new thing for me. Yeah. Because I used to like, when I was feeling really down in the dumps, like you just sleep, try and sleep the day away. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Not good. Um, but what I like to do now is get up at 6, 6.30. I'll come downstairs, I'll make a coffee and I'll go back. I'll open all the blinds and all the windows, mm. let the sunshine in um, and get <coughs> back into bed with my coffee and put ABC on. And then you just... And I just lazily wake up at seven. I make sure I'm out of bed by seven. But that is very kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, so my boys this week, you, now because we're driving them, because we don't, you know, trying to limit public transport yeah. and stuff, they're just sleeping in, right? And so it's getting harder and harder mm. to get them up. And I, so... I, I, I put that on the Instagram so this, week, this week. This week, I put on... The Mega Boom, which is our speaker, and I put this up. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. On like, how could you wake up in a bad mood? Full, full ball. Walked into their room with it, just playing it and dancing. I'm gonna do that. That's gonna piss mine off so badly. They were so dirty about it. <laughs> They were so dirty. That's called it artificial was, chirpiness. I just was like, 
I just thought it was I was gleeful <laughs> and I'm just in their room with the mega boom in one hand and my phone in the other just going good morning good morning and the both of them are just like like a bear and then they just ate and I'm like I'm up I've got washing on. I've, I've cooked made slice. You, I've made you a proper breakfast. I've made a loaf of bread. I've made your Yours lunches. You're never going to move and out. And you just roll out of bed at like ten minutes to go, and then you know, where's my lunch? Where's my shoes? If you send my wallet, uh, uh-uh. uh, no more. You be chirpy, chirpy, or I will Good come. Morning. I will come at you. Good morning. Okay, so on. that's the other thing that um, Belinda actually suggests as well was loud yep. music in the kitchen. Yeah, bit of a dance off. Yeah, for sure. Love it. I hope, you, I hope that you've got some sort of strategies now to deal with when you are in a foul mood. <laughs> I think we have covered off everything pretty well there. Now, the homework. And we haven't said homework before. No. I'm going to assume a lot of people here have a Netflix account. Yes. There's a new documentary called The Social Dilemma. Oh, uh, yes, I saw that. Uh, have you watched it? No. Okay. I'm almost finished it. I want you, between now and next week, to watch The Social Dilemma. It's all about devices and it is fascinating and what is happening and the, it's an addiction. Yeah. It's a savage addiction but it's a, such a wonderful documentary. It's not pre- – is it preachy and like, you no. know, oh, you're all just going to – no, 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 You no. need to get off your device and – is it like that? No. Oh, okay. No, it's accepting of – but it, it shows you the thinking behind what's actually happening in your phone. Oh, it's okay. It's so interesting. It just makes you aware. Okay. It's not going to say get off the phone because it's like saying, you know, don't breathe. Yeah, exactly. You know. yeah. Anyway, so that's your uh, homework, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Uh, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Oh. Um, Get off your phone. I don't know. What am I looking forward to? I'm going down to Caro's farm. Oh, are you? So I'm going to have to dial in next week. Oh. She's got dodgy as reception. No, she's fixed it. Oh. Okay, maybe I'll look at my calendar, see what I've got on this week. Oh, why don't come down? <laughs> No, I can't do that. I have this pesky just job thing. Oh. I know. It's, they just require me. Oh, we've got a meeting on Monday? Oh, yeah. That's what we need to – we need to wrap this shit up because <laughs> we've got, we've got a fucking to list of stuff that – like now that we're – now that we're uh, – uh, on lists. On lists, my girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. And the merch line is Email, ticking away. Emails the, come in, in and I'm the, like, oh, yes, we're going on this and that. And it's like, and as I said this And we're going to get a special series of guests, like we're going to interview. I know. I've, so what we're going to do is we're going to have the start of an episode. This is what I've decided. I hope, you're on, I hope you're on board with it, you know, being a partnership and everything, is that we'll do the first half of our normal stuff and then we're going to do like a half hour with special guests and we'll record that separately and and um yeah but then we'll just splice it in that must be fascinating for all of you and our one of our first guests i've got lined up is jess Rowe. i've already asked her and she said yes oh right okay well i've got a sexologist so i know who i'm going to be more you know i know which one's going to be more popular That is it from you <laughs> this week. You've been nothing but an absolute bitch. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I'm sorry that you've had to put up with her this week. Join us on the Facebook page. Until next week, take care. And as we like to say, I love you, Katie. Say the words. <laughs> Just keep plugging. <laughs>